you is, are you ready to accept the call of a mentor? Welcome back to Ministry Misfits, or welcome back to a call of a mentor. Those of you that are listening on Ministry Misfits, this we are still here with Dwight and Angela McDowell. Those of you that are listening on Call of a Mentor, Dwight and Angela are still here with me. Um, depending on on the platform you're you're listening to, this is a co-op episode. Um, we're going to do a couple of these just as a way. One, we wanted to talk about these issues, both of us, um, but also as a way for everybody to to kind of meet each other within our network. Um, so before the break or last week, depending on what you're listening to, we kind of broke down the difference between counseling, um, therapy, and then we also broke down mentorship or discipleship, and then just coaching in general. Um, you know, we, we discussed the fact, Angela, you're a licensed family therapist, you're a licensed marriage therapist. Um, but now we want to get into a little bit more of, you know, why these things actually matter. Um, you know, why these are necessary within a Christian's life, you know, either all three or a combination. Um, and also why, you know, it does help to have people that are, are professionals in this, which I think that's actually where we should start. Um, you know, we, we talked last time, Angela, you have a master's degree from, you said Regent, right? If I remember, yes. Regent, uh, from Regent University. Um, you know, you're, you're licensed within the state of Virginia, You've got, um, you oh, know, my wife has a master's in, and she has certifications in those areas. She chooses not to license. At oh, this sorry, time yeah, certification practice. Yes, right. Yes, yeah, yeah. sorry, master's certification. In- um, but yeah, you, you know, you you are highly educated in the areas, and you are, you know, recognized as as being being able to practice these things. Now. Dwight, we asked Angela those questions specifically because she has those kind of educational and credentials and and everything else. But you aren't just the guy that, you know, just comes in off the street to help his Uh, wife either. Um, Give us a little bit. You guys aren't just, you know, coaches and mentors just because you woke up one day and decided to do this. And it's not even just because you guys have been athletic coaches or that you guys run the center or anything like that there there's a lot more to what you guys bring walk us through all those diplomas and certifications you guys have behind your head at the moment i'll start <laughs> and then i'll let my wife add if i miss something and this is and, and we say this about these certification stuff not to boast in any way we boast in what god has done in our lives and just and supply us the finances stuff to do um right and, th- and this is something where you know no one should should be looking at this as oh these guys are out here boasting about their accolades. These are things the these are important pieces of paper they have and they're they're there for a reason. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's not just a matter of oh I I completed this course now look at me. It's a matter yeah. of I completed this course so now walk with me just like we talked yeah. about last time. This is all part of the discipleship process. Yeah. Exactly. Um, now if in the coaching realm of sports we have 26 years of experience and we've taken different courses and classes and a lot of them we've taken through CSRM. But when it comes to uh, married couples, um, we, outside of our experience with those, we, we wrote a book and the call of a mentor, which that's also what our podcast is from our experiences in the sports world as a team and working together. Now those things made our marriage stronger. But so when we start off working with couples, one, we have 32, 
in six months, we'll be celebrating our 32nd year in marriage together. We've, and we're passionately in love. We don't just play in love. That's our first set of experience. It'll be 32 Any, years. Anybody <laughs> that has listened to your guys's podcasts, um, dealing with, you know, either your interviews on the Patricia McFarland show or any of your podcasts that were covering the art of marriage conference you guys ran, there is no doubt in anybody's mind about how Dwight feels about Angela. <laughs> Thank you. I am passionately in love with her. And that's just, she's my queen. And, and, and so, but we looked at that even when we were starting our studies and stuff and said, well, it's great that God built, continues to build us that far. But along with that, along the way, um, we went through the, cha- the ranks of associate degrees and uh, I, I have a bachelor's degree from, my wife mentioned Regent University. I'm a b- very big fan. Um, I, have, I have a bachelor's degree in leadership from Regent University. My wife has a bachelor's degree from Old Dominion University and in human services. And then um, she has a master's degree from Regent University in, uh, in the counseling field in marriage and family therapy. Then I have a um, uh, life coach certification on level one and then uh, a level two as a master life coach. And, and we strictly choose to go towards relationship. Then we've also gone through, um, set through uh, classes and certifications through Dr. Les and Leslie Perot, where we've uh, gone through the mentor, uh, marriage mentors uh, certification. We've also gone through what we call a SEMBIS assessment, where uh, saving your marriage before it starts, and we're uh, certified uh, facilitators to facilitate the SEMBIS assessment. My wife has also gone to quite a few of the Gottman Institute co- uh, certifications, and most recently, she just did finish another certification uh, course in um, suicide uh, suicide prevention. So, now did I mention mention did I miss any of those? I think that's a good amount. Yeah, and, and, and so we, and we <laughs> we want to do this to to be equipped. Yeah. You know, yes. God has equipped us. We have the Holy Spirit. There's no person that we speak to. There's no couple that we speak to without talking to God about them sure. first. We always pray for them. Um, we pray before our, our sessions because we want God in everything that we do. And even in the certifications and the degrees, God was in it. And he led us mm-hmm. through that as well. And we're also licensed in ministry as ministry workers. So we have those things that we did that covers the, the basis of those that need the academic portion. And then we have those things that cover the basis of, well, yeah, you can have a ton of degrees, but you don't have any experience as, as a married couple. But we do. We have 32, nearly 32 years as a married couple. And we can't give you the years before marriage because a lot of people don't tell. We, but we have to tell you, we met and married in four and a half months. And here we are 31 and a half years later. Now, we don't take any glory for that. God did that. God has kept us. <laughs> so, I was I was <laughs> laughing pretty hard hearing the two of you share your different versions of the story of how you guys met and got married and everything. Uh, when I when I was saying they're piecing that together for your guys's episode, um, if you want to hear that story, we don't have time for it today. But if you want to hear that story, <laughs> go back and listen to uh, the episode. I believe it is titled Patricia McFarland Interview One. Um, it was the first part of their interview where where they share their story of how they met and married, and even um, you know going into this the the discipleship mentorship side of it, even how. Angela was, you know, the key piece to Dwight finally, um, you know, surrendering to Christ as well. Um, It's a very good story, so you should go back and listen to it anyway. Um, But Andrew, I have to cut you off and ask this. Now, I know you always are more partial to my wife, 
but whose side of the story did you believe or do you believe <laughs> how we met i need to know <laughs> i i honestly actually fully believed your side of the story a little bit more <laughs> just because of the fact that the the speed of which you were talking was one where you only talk about that when you're talking about your wife your kids or your ministry and so there, you know, the, the speed of the speed at which Dwight McDowell talks lets you know the seriousness of how of what he's talking about. That passion, that, yeah, that yes, shows up. It, it is definitely there. Um, but real quick, we got about another, you know, 10 minutes or so. Let's walk through um, what, you know, obviously we, we understand the counseling therapy side a little bit more. This is a little bit more of a serious matter most of the time. What give us some insight? What is it? Why why do we need counseling therapy? Um, you know, in a on a professional level, what are some of these things? Why, from a Christian standpoint, why is this necessary? I defer to you. It's, it's, <laughs> it is it is necessary, and for some reason, there is a stigma for um, in that everywhere, but in our faith community for therapy. Um, and it just shouldn't be, it's just another piece that, you know, God is working through, uh, God can work through a therapist to help his people, just like he can work through a pastor or, um, or anyone else to, to help his people. Um, therapy, like I said before, it goes deeper. It can bring up some things that you may have pressed down. Um, and just kind of forgot about, but it's still causing some kind of behavioral issues, um, not even outward behavior. You can have inward behavior as well, where you're sabotaging yourself, or you're, you're doing stinking thinking, things of that, things of that nature, um, negative thinking. So there's so much that can come out of it. And to help you find your identity in Christ, because what's happening without therapy is people, our people are believing the lie of the enemy mm -hmm. and you can believe it so much that you can become that lie and therapy comes in and kind of sweeps up, kind of opens that door and sweeps that room out. Of course, with the, you know, with the faith-based perspective, with the help of God. And that, that really, for the first question I have for you out of that is thinking, thinking a official uh, term <laughs> that you found in your, your all, after we talked about all of your edu educational credentials, Yes. The first words we hear from the professional counselor is thinking, thinking. <laughs> yes, because it's a term that people can relate to. If I say automatic, automatic, automatic negative thoughts, you don't know what that means. It right. means thinking, thinking. So yeah. uh, <laughs> the, the other so. side of that, though, which is more, you know, th this is something that is, is, you know, when we, you know, we already talked about Moses a little bit there in the first first section here. You know, when we look at the Ten Commandments, you know, everybody always is looking at the Ten Commandments as a whole. But, you know, what I have found, at least in, you know, my my understanding of Scripture and, and even just my understanding of the world we're living in, is that all of the commandments are really wrapped up in number one, which is the idea of, you know, no other gods before me. Because if you actually keep, if you actually keep no other gods before me, you're going to keep all the other commandments by default, but we can't do that. And a lot of it has to do with exactly what you were just talking about. The fact that we as Christians have a hard time with finding our identity in Christ. 
because of all this other stuff that keeps coming in the stinking thinking, which I think we need to make into a t-shirt now. Just saying, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the stinking thinking comes in and it starts, you know, working on us and it changes our perspective. And then suddenly God slide, starts sliding down. And then now all of a sudden covenantness comes in or, you know, all these different, these different things lying, all of these things start coming in. And, you know, without somebody there to be able to actually help you walk it back and actually see where, what it is you have in spot one, you know, th this is something that um, the current class my wife is taking is the one on um, substance use disorders and things like that. And, you know, and this is something that we, from a pastoral counseling perspective, I've always noticed as well is that the, the first key to actually getting through that 12 step program is always that I am a insert addiction here. And what I think, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong with all of your stinking thinking education, but you know, really what we're doing with that is we are identifying what has taken slot number one. And once we've identified what it is that we actually are finding our identity in, we can start walking through with all these different processes and stuff and start to push Christ back up to slot number one. And once we do that, then we start to see all of the other little pieces start to fit back together. Um, you know, would, would you agree with that? Or am I just completely spitballing from a, uh, you know, from, from my perspective here? No, that, that is true. That is something has taken the place of, of Christ in our lives. Um, and, it does and that's a very good analogy where it pushes him down the list he's not off the list but he's getting pretty low on that list mm -hmm. and to be able to push him back up we have to identify what our god is at that time and like you said with your wife and the substance abuse it's uh classes it, it could be anything you know you know why do people do that is to um to dull what the feelings are so right. and that's that's kind of what it is and you know, even if you go back to labeling, you know, somebody told you as a kid were, and it's not the same thing as God told you were, and you believe that lie, that label is like a, a label it sticks mm -hmm. to you and you have to get that thing off of you. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot to it. Yeah. And I, I'm glad you clarified. I'll clarify again before I get a, a nasty conversation and need you for the marriage counseling. My <laughs> wife is my wife is in a class on substance use. She is not in the middle of substance abuse. Make sure we have that clarified because yeah, I realized as we were talking, class. we were she like, we class. probably need to clarify that before we have to see you for your marriage symbiosis and everything else. Yes, please um, do. Now, when, when we, so that is one extreme level of, you know, we've, this is one where you are needing the, the professional help, the, we're going to walk you through, through everything. Right. The other two pieces, which we kind of broke down a little bit in the first half of this, but you know, how do we go from the the coaching relationship to the mentorship relationship? Because I I would assume that a lot of people end up at step three of, of the the counseling, the therapy after they've already gone through either one or two, and normally it's in that two section where. The mentor saying, you know what, you need to go, you need to go get this worked out. Um, you know, the interventions, all those different types of stuff. So walk us through how do we go from a coaching relationship 
to a mentor relationship, whether that's from the mentor side or from the mentee side? All right. Well, Andrew, if you will allow us to just kind of have a conversation with each other, I think you'll get a Do lot. It. Um, Do it. We like conversations. Yeah. For us, <laughs> for us, when we talk about coaching and mentoring, the two being separate, and then when the word therapy comes up, most people, most a lot of couples go into, I need, they, they have a, a spat and it happens three or four times. We need counseling. We need therapy. And that's not even what you need. What you need is some coaching to help you walk through some situations that is usually about the laundry or about you, you sleep on this side of the bed the wrong way. And when it says coaching, so it's a lot of times what we've learned in our experiences now is, and, and, through, and we use our personal experiences literally a lot in our own, not for people to follow, but for people to understand we, a lot of things that we've been through, we could just tell you about them. You won't have to go through. And that is, um, sometimes a couple we found that couples just need to bounce something off. They need another set of people. Now, there's a lot of therapists that work through and they work work with a couple. There'll be one therapist and the couple. And then you'll see a, a ton of the, the man sitting there with his arms folded up the whole time. Like, oh man, it's two women. They're against me. And then, or the wife sits there on the other side because the, the counselor, whether male or female, is, is was like she's siding, he or she is siding with the male. But the truth of the matter is we sit and we listen. And so it kind of works for us when we talk about coaching as a team. They get a chance to look at both sides and you see, now you're going to take out the the the, uh, the part that, well, there's only one of them against me, or I mean, one of them is against me, or or there's only one of them here. It's both of us sitting here to, to coach you, to let you bounce your things off. And really when they're talking to us through coaching, they're hearing each other's heart. But for whatever reason, they couldn't do it because a conflict kept rising. And that's where we, and I haven't gotten a mentor, I just got the coaching and where we can kind of, my wife is full of exercises that we give them, that we give couples when we talk about coaching. Um, and so we, and then we have parts that we had our personal experiences that when we look back, if we just had somebody just to say, hey, do you realize that you just heard her, her heart was saying that you, you don't want to listen when you talk, you cut her off or, you know, and now where we are in marriage, if, if she interrupts me or I interrupt her, we, it almost seems like it's simultaneous. We know we, we don't get offended with each other. We know that I'm not trying to be better than her or she's trying to be worse than me or better than me. And so maybe you, you can just talk in kind of coaching and we've seen it help with couples that. Yeah. Just because coaching is, you know, like we said before, having this plan, you know, we're mapping it out with you and we're guiding you through it often. We're doing it every week. We're doing it every other week. And then mentoring, uh, once you get it, you got this plan down pat, pat, you know what you're doing. It's embedded in you. You know how to do it now. Now, mentoring is, uh, okay, you got it. I can step back a little bit, but can you know where to come to when you need you need some help? I think help. that's that word that you always say, now the maintenance part. They, yeah. They come back to us mentoring to help mm -hmm. you maintain. My wife always says it's like, it's and she's not even a mechanic, but she understands this concept that a marriage when you're dealing with cars, you got to change the oil and do the maintenance on them. You got to change the windshield wiper fluid. And so my wife uses that marriage maintenance that now when we mentor, those things that we talked about in coaching, have they have to that. maintain that now. So come back right. and, and, and talk with us. And, and so that's those terms that she uses. And this again leads us back into what we talked about the first first half, which is why we when we're talking about the mentorship, the discipleship aspect fits in so well is because it really at that point becomes accountability. 
right. you know, you're there, there's somebody there to walk alongside you and just make sure you're not tripping over oh, yourself good word. as you go. So I believe we actually are out of time for, um, both, both shows. Um, if this is a shorter Mr. Misfits episode, I'm sure most of you are celebrating. If this is a, if this is a longer episode of marriage map, hopefully you still enjoyed it and still got some stuff out of it or marriage map of call of a mentor. Um, we are going to do one more Ministry Misfits episode as a co-op here. That would be two more of the Call of a Mentor episodes. And we're going to actually talk about how what this mentorship aspect looks like in real world terms, not just in marriage, but in a community setting here for this next episode. So um, Dwight and Angela, uh, we will be right back. Those of you that are listening for Ministry Misfits, if you want to support this show, you can do that in two ways, either at anchor.fm backslash support or not backslash support. What am I doing? Anchor.fm backslash ministry misfits. Um, if you do anchor.fm backslash backslash support, you're going to end up getting their technical support people. So don't do that. Do ministry misfits and then click on support. Or if you want to support us another way for a tax credit, you can go to csrm.org backslash donate. And then you guys can click on the actual donation button, assuming we haven't fixed that yet. And then you guys can select Andrew Fouts out of the drop-down box. Um, if you guys want to support Marriage Map or Call of a Mentor, you guys can go to marriagemap.com and you will find all the information you need there. Um, those, those of you that are listening on both or either, we thank you guys for, for listening. Ministry Misfits, we'll see you next week. Mentor... Call of a mentor. We need to give your your listeners a cool name. Uh, we we got we'll 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 work on that for next time. But we will see you guys in two weeks when the next episode drops. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today, The Call of a Mentor. If you'd like to leave a positive comment, or if you'd like to be on our show please give us a call at 757-737-8714 or you can drop us a text message. You can also email us at communityservant85 at yahoo.com. We look forward to hearing from you. The Call of a Mentor is a production of Marriage Map Ministries and EOVBAA in association with Overwhelming Victory Radio. Our executive producers are Dwight and Angela McDowell and Dr. Greg Linville, with Andrew Fouts as our associate producer. To find out more about Overwhelming Victory Radio or to listen to any of our sister podcasts, visit overwhelmingvictory.org.